Hello, mother funkers. Hello, you muddy funsters. I've left my eldest downstairs unattended, and I was just saying to Shirley, I'm scared that he's painting the walls. My um, willing unwilling is napping with my youngest. And so, you know, what can you do? But yeah, Alexa's it looks good, Shirley. My hair. That's the main thing. Oh, it's Alexa it? babysitting. Alexa's babysitting downstairs. But let's get back to my hair. Doesn't she look yeah. lovely? You do look like Princess Anne. Actually, you look like Elizabeth Taylor. But yeah, thanks. Princess Anne. Go F yourself. Yeah, Elizabeth Taylor, I'll take that. Thank you very much. You did go through a phase of um, looking like Princess I know. Anne. Do you I remember mean, you it? Kept, when you yeah, you met, kept reminding me three times When you first met your husband, and I think you thought, in order to bag this man, I have to look a bit more like Princess Anne. And you, yeah, you just you say you went around looking time. like Princess Anne. for a, Well, people came to me and said it, and I said, actually, you got a point, she does look like Princess Anne, but I'm glad you're channeling Taylor. Thank now, you. This is good. Thank you very much. So much to report this, Shirley. So much to report this week. I mean, do you want to kick us off? Oh, no, no, not really. Thanks. Go on, just say. We'll just tell them. Just tell them. It's really hard because I do think, you know, when, when the weeks roll around and they roll, roll around quite quick, I try to think of like, you know, the good things that have happened in a week. But sometimes the weeks are just so tough. They're just so tough. How about your and, special badge um, that you got through? Your special ticket, oh my- your rail tickets? Oh, yeah, we were looking into buying tickets because we've got a couple of gigs coming up outside of London. And Shirley was looking at the rail fares going, it's so expensive. And then I remembered that I actually qualify for, (laughs) wait for it, guys. I qualify for a disabled rail card because I'm hard of hearing. I just have to give proof of my hearing aids, which I bought at huge, when I say I bought, which my willing partner bought at huge expense a while ago and I never wear. But apparently myself and a carer can That's get me. heard off travel I mean it's legitimate I can't hear an effing thing so Shelley's now my carer my designated carer and we get a third off rail ticket that is not bad I mean every cloud Shirley every do you cloud. know what I mean yeah you know and it's quite it's, I do you know of course I feel like a bit of a fraud but then I think no actually I've just got an invisible illness haven't I oh yeah um, not 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 hard of hearing not being the illness but that's what qualifies me great so, yeah, that's, so there is yeah. The, yeah there's perks there but, are perks this, the listeners, you know, last week I thought I thought last week was the week that I was going to be suffering with my uh, vertiginous um, ways and my dizziness. But no, I got struck again. I have to say one of my worst to give because I was thinking I don't know that everyone sort of knows what um, vertigo feels like. But there's a scene in a movie that I saw and I go, that's it. That's exactly what it's like. And I don't know if you've seen um, Triangle of Sadness. No, I haven't. I was going to watch it on you the plane, and I thought the title about it. put me off. Yeah, well, yeah, it should. It, it's funny. It's it's a good it's a good watch. But for those of you who have seen Triangle of Sadness, do you know the scene on the boat when it's capsizing, and there's the sort of you know wealthy man's wife, and she's sort of half dressed, and she's just on the floor, and the 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 ship is moving her from left to right. She's just smashing from side to side, mm. and she's hitting the loo, and then she's vomiting, and then she's hitting the other side, and then she's shitting herself, and then she's hitting the loo, and she's vomiting. Anyway, it's one of those scenes that make people laugh and cry in equal measure. Like everyone talks about that scene. And I said, that is what vertigo feels like because you have no sense of gravity. You know, you can be standing, it hits you, and then you're thrown off course. It's amazing, like with such force, you're just thrown off because everything starts spinning around you. And then, of course, you have the desire to uh, not only, uh, you know, um, empty your bowels, but also to vomit. And you can do that for uh, up to many, many hours. Anyway, my biggest fear has always been to have one of these vertigo attacks when I'm out with the children. I've never, ever to date had it, apart from the other day. I'm out on that date, wouldn't stop bloody pissing it down, which I think contributed to my um, 
you know, to my head, not feeling great. And yeah, we're, we're just getting up to go home. It hits me. I'm thrown off course and I'm just on the ground and I've got two kids and I think, what the F am I going to do? No one stopped for me. I heard, because I couldn't look up because the world was just spinning. I thought, no one is stopping for me. I can hear them. And people are just going, Archie, come on, we've got to go. Tea time. And people were just going past. And I couldn't scream because to scream will sort of set off the bowels. So yeah. I'm just being very quiet and just sort of really, really focusing and thinking, what am I going to do anyway? The winning partner started ringing around all the neighbourhoods, the whole of SE15. We located someone, just a, just a really lovely neighbour and friend, and he came and he had his own issues. I mean, he had his toddler with him and his car and then had to get me, a massive buggy, a bugaboo with a buggy board and two children into the car. And he did it very skillfully because, of course, I can't walk properly. So he's holding me and the buggy and the two kids. Hold hands, hold everyone, hold hands. Children are screaming, crying, gets us all into the car gets us to his house I'm beeline in figures of eight for his loo and I spend two hours in there doing what I need to do until the winning partner came home and rescued us so you know whilst my worst nightmare also thank goodness I was saved thank goodness you were saved but awful that you're having this again that's the thing isn't it but you have seen a specialist um, and you've upped your drugs and that's the main thing yeah, I've upped my drugs. And, you know, it just acts like a mate. So those of you with migraine will understand, um, it, instead of getting migraine, I just get a vertigo attack. So but it's the world of migraine. We need more more drugs and more drugs I have been prescribed. So okay, let's see. sorry. I've, we have been joined by my little friend here. Darling, I'm just recording a podcast. I just can't trust that you're going to be quiet, sweetie. Can you hear those cars in the background? Not really. That's why I get a third off travel. A book that has been recommended to me, winner of the Palestinian Book Award, Against the Loveless World. Do you know it? I don't know that one. I thought you were going to say another one, which is uh, which was the Guardian Book of the Day, another Palestinian writer. They're really on the rise. Uh, they're on the rise, and I'm sure they're just put under your nose every time. Anyway, someone said you must read it, and then also, obviously, Shirley must read it. I said, obviously. All I get to read at the moment are ingredients on the back of packets. I seriously have That's enough. No... Listen, that's enough for the moment. Slowly, slowly. Exactly. And speaking of ingredients, I think we might, because I know you're such a huge fan of the quiche, Shirley. I thought I might as well share the recipe of the coronation quiche. Um, Ugh, go on. Spinach, broad beans and tarragon. Tarragon. Spinach, it doesn't surprise me. Beans. It does not surprise me. But that's me. such a dull combination of things to put into a quiche, isn't it? Yeah, but I just don't like quiches. Just don't like them. No, Shirley doesn't like them at all. She doesn't like those. Just she doesn't like, doesn't like anything egg-based, really. No, it's not that it's egg-based. It's egg that has been sitting around, congealed egg that's cooked and has been sitting around. A fresh sort of tart out of the oven, I can do, but not not an old quiche. A, a Lorraine that's just been set out or in, a, or in its packet in the supermarket and warmed up for me with a salad. Fuck off, seriously. Um, so, guys, if you ever have Shirley over for a sort of lunch or a buffet or even a brunch and or a supper, do make sure that you get, serve her up a quiche. Um, she loves, her favourite is the Lorraine. Lorraine, Lorraine, even <laughs> I don't know where you come from. Oh, Lorraine, the Lorraine. Oh no, Lorraine is the pizza. Yeah, Lorraine. Yeah. Lauren. No, no, Lorraine is the pizza. Lorraine the is the pizza. Anyway, she loves them. So guys, absolutely do. Now you know I'm a huge fan of Rich. I know I will stop talking in a minute. You know I'm a fan of Rich D. Grant. A huge fan of his. I think oh, he's, he's great fun. I was listening to one of his podcasts when I flew back from South Africa and I re-listened to it yesterday just because it sort of went on to it. 
And it was Richard E. Grant talking um, to Adam Buxton on Adam Buxton's show. And it was really interesting because he was talking about nothing to do with sexual orientation, but it's about people's predominant characteristics. Okay, so I'll give an example. King Charles, feminine, masculine. Princess Diana, feminine, feminine. Camilla Parker Bowles. Masculine, masculine feminine. Masculine, feminine. Yeah, exactly. That's the reason why it works. So then you look at all of the poli- p- p- guys in politics. Putin, Trump, BJ. Masculine, masculine. 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 Yeah. Bill Clinton, feminine, masculine. Hillary, masculine, masculine. Obama, what would you say? Obama, I would say feminine, masculine. Yes. And then Michelle? Masculine, feminine. It, I'd say masculine, masculine. Yeah, masculine, feminine. Exactly. Now, what would you say? I would say that I was masculine feminine and Nick was feminine masculine. What would you say about you and your willing partner? Um, I'd say that we were both masculine feminine. I would say you were masculine feminine. I'd say she's masculine masculine. I would. It was really interesting. And it was a conversation that Richard D. Grant had back in 1979. And it was Susan Sarandon who had come up with it. But actually, there are lots of books on it. And I think it's interesting. I do think it's very, very interesting. Um, well, I find it interesting just even look at my daughter, just thinking of her masculine traits, how everyone thinks she's a boy anyway, but she's so sort of masculine in in her ways. And I mean, I really like it. And I yeah, just she's think, cool. I what, she, you know, she's just everything. Nothing bothers her. She doesn't just cry of a silly thing. She doesn't go pick. She just wants to be in mud the whole time. She's happiest when she's outdoors in the mud. And yeah, it really takes a lot to startle her. And she goes around fucking about in play groups and sort of, you know, punching everyone. So I think she's currently masculine, masculine. Yeah, she's really fun to see. She's fun. Um, how she how she, how she pans out. Someone was saying you don't really put her in dresses, and I said, a they're impractical at this age. I mean, why would I put her in a dress? It's not going to be easy to, you know, change her in this and that. And B, she just wouldn't like it. I, I tried putting her in a, a, a rara skirt. And C, when she's older, if she wants to put one on, she's more than welcome. But for now, I make my life easy. Yeah, I, and I don't put clips in her very sort of bad quality thin hair. I just no, don't. and you mustn't. So you must know, not so no. that people know that she's, you know, uh, as Hannah Gasby said, you know, why would you put a why do people put a hairband on a potato? It's it's you, people get nervous. I know my brother does it. He, he used to put a, they put a clip on their daughter's hair. So it's when, a girl. There wasn't much hair, so that I guess so that people know. I just think so I also nice. don't if I had care. a girl, I would put it in a dress, but I'd also put it in a dress and tracksuit bottoms. You know, there are some really funky dress tracksuit bottoms oh, combinations yeah. out there. But that's what I was trying to do with my rara skirt. Yeah. But she a... just she yanked it off. Yeah, she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to. And she, no, she's fun. She's absolutely fun. I went for a day trip to the Lightroom the other day, Shirley, to see the David Hockney exhibition, and I oh yes, wished... we've been we've been desperate to go. Apparently, it's very child friendly. Listen, I wish we left the kids at home, to be honest with you, because we it was a bad time. It was one forty five in the afternoon. You've obviously got to book a specific slot. We got there; it was right in the middle of my youngest one's nap, and the eldest one had been up the night before, up until midnight, because we had people over, and so he just cried the whole time. And a friend of ours who. Did he help set it up? Did he help produce it? Our friend? No, no, no. He David just talked Sable about it a lot. It I thought, I thought David Sable Productions produced it, but no, he just consulted. So did fuck he all, could, really? In his words, he could have produced it. Okay, so he, he did fuck all, except for the fact the layout of it looks exactly like the Bridge Theatre, which he also, I think, helped on. Probably, and I think he did a little, more, a little bit more for the Bridge. He's going to hate me off there. I can't believe we said that. I did the whole thing. I was a producer. I set the whole thing up. Anyway, 
he said to me, he was saying, um, yeah, you go there, you bring the kids, the whole thing is great. They can run around. They're going to love it. They roll around. They get to see it. It's a whole experience. No, I walked in there with my screaming children and it was like walking into a seance. It was so quiet and everyone was so focused and so engaged. And I just got stuck, scowled at. Luckily, I was with my youngest, who I could pretend I wasn't with because obviously he doesn't know anything like me because he's peroxide and I'm dark. So it was just one of these things where actually I really wished the children weren't there with me. But it's definitely worth seeing, Shirley. And you probably would go, let's get that 705 in the morning slot to make sure we're there nice and early. So actually, it's worth going early. Do you know what? That sounds great. So fun. Yeah. Oh, it is super fun. It's talking of my winning partner who her and her family, and if her family members are listening, you know who you are. Well, it's every single one of them. They all turn up super early to every event, you know, with their flask in hand and, you know, ready for action. Always early. And it's a sort of running joke. I used to take the piss because I'm not really that early, but it does pay off. I mean, the oh, other yeah. day we were at Q and um, uh, and the winning partner said, if we don't get there before 10, that parking lot is going to fill up. And we got there, of course, at 9.30 and um, the parking lot was half empty. We got our space and we just stepped out to pick something out of the car at literally five past 10. The whole parking lot was just full. You can't move. And that's not even on a sunny day. I don't know what people do. I don't mean, I don't really get it. But, you know, morning bird catches uh Really does the early worm. worm. Yeah, absolutely. It really does. And um now I'm I'm converted. I, I agree. I go, yeah, we should leave early. And we didn't leave early. Uh we didn't depart, you know, we're usually on the road when we go to Devon, 5 a.m., maybe 5 30. She said, I want to be relaxed when we left Devon uh the last time at Easter. Um, I'm gonna be relaxed and I'm not gonna push us out of the house really early. And she didn't, and we left. It was a really lovely, lazy morning, and it took us eight hours to get back, if not more. And she said, This is why. And I go, No, you're absolutely right. You are absolutely right. Actually, off Amazon, I don't know if you've got one of these. They're really good. It's a pad. And someone had it in the park the other day. And um, I, I bought one for my son. <laughs> it's called a Cool Zone colourful LCD writing pad. Do you know it, Shirley? It literally just looks mm-hmm. like a sort of... Um, like a plastic plastic pad but it's really good to help them with the handwriting lovely yeah it's really good and it's very good for long car journeys it's really you know it's battery do they engage with it though they do or do they just play with it for like 30 seconds and then throw it down with it but it's good in the car and it's also it does help with the handwriting so we say right write this write that it's it's really good because you know we're practicing handwriting at the moment it's not going to get into that private school otherwise is it and you're joking. That's my dead duck, actually. The fact that we are still in limbo about the school situation. We don't find out until after this weekend where he is on the waiting list. He was six in the mix before. Let's so he, he could have moved up. up? Yeah. We already know two down. that have deferred. Okay, good. But so still. Potentially number four. Potentially number four, but then he wants his friend, his BF, who's a little girl, who's brilliant to be in the same. And we don't know where she is in the list. Anyway, that's my dead duck. Do you have one? Or do you, would you rather not talk about it again? Yeah, the dead duck yeah, has to be, um, yeah, absolutely. Vertigo attack in the yeah. um in the in the rain on on my own with the kids. 
the winner winner yeah winner winner and because I woke up the next day absolutely despairing and sort of straight away sort of started firing out lots of emails to people people I know who have vestibular migraines you know just wanting to hear positive stories and amidst the people I emailed was my neurologist not expecting a reply and then I was with uh, Shirley later that morning we were rehearsing when I say we were rehearsing she was sat with her computer and I was lying on the floor not saying much and the phone rang and it was the neurologist's secretary saying can you come in at 2 15 today you're very, and I said, absolutely. She says, you're very, very lucky because cancellations don't often come up and otherwise you'd be waiting until 2024 to see your neurologist. And yeah, I said, see, oh that gosh. is pretty I amazing. Felt like, I felt like Charlie, I'd won the, the winning ticket. So that is, you know, terrible things have happened this week, but also really, really acts of kindness and really good sheer luck. So it's always worth to send that email that you think, actually, what's the point? You just never know. You never know. You absolutely never know. My winner win is the fact that I don't actually require any dental surgery. I went in there and I said, listen, I was here last time, four years ago, if not more. This is before um, my firstborn was born. And there was a woman here with very good hair and very good eyebrows. And she was absolutely terrifying. And she probably is the reason why I haven't been back. Is she still here? And they said, no, she left two years ago. And I said, okay, she scared the absolute bejesus out of me. And I haven't been back. So let's let's have it then. And he said, actually your teeth are looking pretty good. And I said, really? And he said, and your gums are looking pretty good. And I said, oh my goodness. So you're telling me I don't need to have any fillings. I thought I'd have to have a root canal. And he said, no, there is one tooth at the back, which has got a deep filling. When she starts to erode, we may have to think about an implant, but until then you're okay. You've obviously been flossing. I I floss three times a day. All I do is floss. Oh, it's paying off. Well done. So I'm so, it does make a difference. I mean, it's so boring. But it mm. really makes a difference. You know, the TP ones. Oh, I know the TP ones. Yeah, Our cupboards are full of it. So listen, I'm really, really, I'm really genuinely thrilled. No, no, no. I've got my eldest on my lap, just holding him, just putting my hand over his face. <laughs> well, listen, before next week, we're about to sign off, guys. But before next week, Shirley, could you watch Obsession? And the rest of you, could you watch Obsession on Netflix? It's a four-parter. And then can we discuss? I've seen the clips. My husband interviewed the lead guy. But I will definitely watch. Armitage. Yeah, we need to discuss. It's okay, we can, I've seen mind. the I've seen the scene. It's that you're pretty waiting. apt. Don't don't think for for any moment here that I'm saying, oh my gosh, it's amazing. You must watch. We must watch so we can discuss. I have okay. Notes. Okay. Can I just say to you, how far have you got with Dead Ringers? Uh, oh, we because we've both been dizzy. Didn't tell you this, but the the winning partner's been dizzy as well. She didn't want to waste our dizziness and lack of focus on a really good show. So we're only. Ep one, and oh we've been instead God. watching so, this ridiculous so show watching. called Obsession. You're so. Is it really just Ep one you've done? Yeah, but we. Yeah. I will be. I will by next week. I would have watched more, so we can discuss. Okay, well, you need to get to like Ep five before it really. It gets so spicy. It's brilliant. It's such a brilliant show. She is fantastic. There's. It's, it's great. Jennifer Ely is a dream. This hot new woman who plays her love interest, Brittany Oldfield as a Genevieve, is wonderful. Can you just? Yeah, listen. I always do no, my homework. I you watch Obsession. I do. I always do my homework. Things. You don't always do yours, do you? When it comes to viewing. Okay. Pleasure. Okay then. Okay then. Let's sit the switch off before we start bickering. Thank you so much for tuning in to tune out, Shirley. I genuinely hope you have a lovely bank holiday weekend. Thank you. I'm off to a barbecue the rest, now. The rest of it, rather, and um, let's hope no more attacks, at least for another eight years. Inshallah. 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 Thank you so much, guys. Ciao for now. See you later. Bye. You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley.
otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson. Produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.